Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who issues from the Father, he will be my witness, and you too will be witnesses, because you have been with me from the outset. I still have many things to say to you, but they would be too much for you now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will lead you to the complete truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself, but will say only what he has learned, and he will tell you of the things to come. He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine, and that is why I said, all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. The Gospel of the Lord. Happy Pentecost. We are a people of the Spirit. Now, if you were here at the Mass um, Easter Sunday, 50 days ago, um, I had everybody do a little exercise to help with the, the point of the, uh, the day. So, I'm going to do something similar today. Everybody, stop breathing. So, just took a, a breath myself right there. You try to do that for a while. And all of a sudden, you feel the intense need to be inspired, to take a breath. It's that primordial desire for life. Now, if I were to ask you, what inspires you? What is it that you find inspiring? Um, I just got back from a pilgrimage just this morning. I've been going around England with a group of Americans who came over to look at the martyrs, the lives of the, the saints in, uh, in England, many of whom were martyrs. And the tales of these people even if you did not believe the Catholic faith, if you heard what some of these people lived through and what they died for and the way that they died, this is inspiring. And by that we mean this is something that we take into ourselves that gives us life. What we need to do, we need to become aware 
of the, the different ways, the different levels of inspiration. Sometimes if you're going around London, you'll find people um, who are wearing like masks, respiration masks. It's because of the quality of the air. If you breathe in bad air, it's not good for you. It's not good for the life that's in you. Right? And that's the most basic uh, association of being inspired. But there's all sorts of ways that we take in breath, to use this image. We take in breath through our senses, through all of our senses, with our eyes, the things that we see. We breathe with our eyes. What are we breathing? With our ears, the things that we listen to. What is the quality of the air of the sound? The music, the words. What are we breathing in with our ears? These are places where we have to identify the quality of our breath. If we breathe in bad air, it's not good for life. If we breathe in bad air with our eyes, it's not good for life. With our ears. This is one part of the equation. Now, if I were to tell you, and you can try it on your own, and it's basically the same kind of thing that you just experienced if you held your breath, you take in a big breath. You take in as big of a breath as you want. Fill your lungs with as much oxygen as is in that one breath, and then you hold it. Well, you're going to have to let it out. You breathe in, you breathe out. And sometimes we have these very um, kind of romantic uh, uh, things that we'll hear about how, you know, the plants feed us with oxygen and we feed them with carbon dioxide. There, there's some truth to that. But, like I mentioned on Easter Sunday, we are not just biological creatures, right? It's not just about what we're um, doing physically. What is it that you are um, breathing out in your life? What do you exhale in life? Are you an inspiration? Do you give somebody breath? Are you an inspiration for others? You know, um, I asked permission for this. Our, our MC, our illustrious MC, Andrew, um, an incredible individual. I've, I've had the opportunity to know Andrew over the, the years. And um, anybody who knows Andrew knows that one of his qualities is, is being very well-spoken, engaging. You know, he has this quality. Um, one time we were in a group and... Uh, he started recounting, um, I think it was his grandma's birthday. He was there with a, a young woman in the group, and he was given all kinds of details about this. And then all of a sudden, she rolled her eyes and she said, man, that's a shaggy dog, man. By that, she meant like, 
this does not interest me. You could tell that Andrew was very engaged in, uh, in what he was saying. But, um, and, and it must have been a remarkable uh, birthday party. But we have to be aware of what we're, what we're breathing out. I mean, you think about it. Think if, as amazing as it is, the apostles, they were proclaiming things that were understood by people who didn't even speak their language. Now, what if they were just talking about, you know, a, a, a recipe for like Jewish bread, going into minute details? Well, that wouldn't be very inspiring. What is the message that we're breathing out in our words, in our life? The way that we exhale. We can exhale, again, through the image that we present. Through the, the, the gestures, the words. If you're an artist, you can exhale through art music that you make, the poems that you write. This is a way to exhale. And you can work in words of life, words of truth, and ultimately words that are rooted in the life that you have as a Christian, as a Catholic Christian. We're so afraid to exhale in this way. We're afraid that people are going to to judge us, right? We think, oh, there's no way that I can talk about that. Well, I'm telling you, what you're doing is you're holding your breath. It's not going anywhere. It's not doing you much good if, you, if, we, if I just come here on Sunday and take a big breath of Jesus in the Mass and then try to hold it doesn't do any good. I need to exhale through my life, through the way that I act, the way that I talk, the images that I present to others, the things that I say, the things that I might sing. We need to be aware of this and to, to be convinced that in order for us to be fully alive, like God wants us to be fully alive. That this is the rhythm of life. Just like I need to take in oxygen and then exhale. I need to take in the spirit of Jesus. And I need to exhale in the way that I live my life. So that others can be inspired by that. It's ultimately the spirit of God that gives life. Right? And it's just like the vitality of breathing physically. I've got a friend who has resuscitated people who were drowning. It's happened at least twice in his life. You see just how important breathing is. Well, it doesn't stop there. We're not just biological creatures. God has made us capable of breathing in the most extraordinary way. We breathe in beauty. We should exhale beauty for the world around us. We breathe in the light of truth. 
We need to exhale truth. And ultimately it's love. We breathe in love. And we need to exhale love. This is going to be done in different ways. People are called to take in the breath and exhale the breath in different ways. Right? But you need to do it. You can't just hold your breath. And that's what this, this Feast of Pentecost, one of the things that it should remind us. We're made for the Spirit, an undying, eternal Spirit that cannot be conquered by anything, not even death. But we need to exhale that so that others can inhale that, so that they can exhale that. That's where transformation comes from. It's dynamic, just like you're breathing. It's beautiful, it's powerful. We're made for glory. We're made to breathe in this glory forever. We're made to exhale this glory. And it starts now. So, I invite all of us to, um, to join in. If you have the sheet in front of you, there is a sequence that can be read. It's uh, an invocation of the Holy Spirit. This is one of the most beautiful and simple prayers that you can... Not this one per se. This is a beautiful prayer. But just like the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is a prayer. To just say the name of Jesus in love and reverence. Right? That's the simplest thing in the world. You do that when you're at St. Bonaventure's or when you're at St. Angela's or wherever you are. You young people who are preparing yourselves to receive a new presence of the Holy Spirit so that you can go out and fight the, the fight of love. Right? Another simple prayer that you can pray throughout the day. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. So, we're, we're going to read together this sequence invoking the, the power of the Spirit, His glory, because we want to breathe deeply and exhale profoundly the spirit of life, the spirit of love, the spirit of glory. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And from your celestial home, shed a ray of light divine. Come, Father of the poor. Come, source of all our store. Come within our bosom, shine. You of comforters, the best. You, the soul's most welcome guest. Sweet refreshment here below. In our labor, rest most sweet. Grateful coolness in the heat. Solace in the midst of woe. O most blessed light divine, shine within these hearts of, our, of yours and our inmost being fill. Where you are not, we have not. Nothing good in deed or thought. Nothing free from taint of ill. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness pour your dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart of will. Melt the frozen, warm the chills. Guide the steps that go astray. On the faithful who adore and confess you evermore. In your sevenfold gift descend. 
Give them virtue's sure reward. Give them your salvation, Lord. Give them joys that never...